There once was a woman, a host with the most, with plenty of Coca-Cola for a holiday toast. She headed out to share a Coke with friends in town, but outside the door was a gift on the ground. So she reached inside and read the letter. Have a Coke, old friend, because together, tastes better. This season, say thank you to family, friends, or neighbors by sharing an ice-cold Coke. Because sharing brings us together, and we know together tastes better. Pick up a Coke at your nearest Meyer and share it today. Nothing. What are you doing? Oh, not too much. Just uh, yoga in a shower on my day off. Just chilling out. About to run some errands after this. Ooh. Did you trim your beard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We went over this last week. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Short uh, Hold on a second. There we go. Yeah, I just got home from work. I hit up some uh, some Dots pretzels. Are you familiar? Dots? Yeah, Dots. Never heard of it. They might not have it out west. Uh, but it's, is, is it like a Wetzel's pretzels? No, it's like just snack pret, like hard pretzels uh, that come in like, you know, like, you get them at the gas station type of deal. Oh, okay, I thought this was one of those uh, pretzel stains. No, 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 it's nothing fancy, but they're flavored. Mwah. Yeah, well, what's, what's your flavor of choice? Just the original, like they're not, their marketing is terrible, like you think they're just normal ass pretzels and you're like, why the fuck would anybody ever eat those pieces of shit? Speaking of which, uh, I saw, I was watching a show with fat people, like about fat people and they were like, I really like pretzels and I was like, no you don't, like who, what fat guy likes pretzels? Have you ever seen one? No, I consider it more of an alcoholic's Yeah, get uh, out of here. Choice. <laughs> yeah. No fat guy. When there's when they're splurging on the couch does not go for the pretzels. Get out of here. But uh anyway, so they look like normal ass pretzels and you're like, why the fuck like I kept seeing them at Ace Hardware, I'm like, why the fuck would I buy these? And then I had them and they're like they're really well seasoned, you know, like they're a seasoned pretzel. They should they need to change it to like let us know that. The only thing yeah. that the only thing that will let you know that is it says home or home style, I think. Which doesn't mean shit to the consumer. I mean, it doesn't mean deliciously flavored with garlic and, you know, I don't know, man. They're <laughs> they're great. You got to get these bitches when you come back. When are you coming back in here? I mean, how long's the pandemic gonna last? They won't. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, uh, they have flights. You just don't want to do it. You mean? Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah, uh, I'm not getting on a flight anytime. I'm not hopping on a bird anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. We uh 
we're st- we've had a vacation planned. I mean, we've had several vacations ruined due to the COVID. Yeah. But uh, we had let's see, Disney planned for. Um, I guess. Oh, it was end of October because we were going to go to the Halloween thing. Oh, okay. So uh, we we had a we had a Disney Halloween planned. Oh, there you went. <laughs> and uh, somersault. So obviously we're not going to go do that. Um, so we changed it when we decided we're not going to do that. We changed it to uh, going to still going to Florida, but going to like Destin and doing like the. Like, we got a private house and a private beach and everything. Uh, so we still might go to that, unless it takes a real ugly turn, you know. But we're not flying. With that, okay, that was going to be my follow-up. Uh, still in October? Yeah, so we're thinking there shouldn't be any real reason why we couldn't go. I mean, we don't have to really see anybody. And I understand, like, in Florida, it's like shit's not even going on. Like, they don't give a fuck at all. Yeah, there's no fucks down there. Yeah. America's wang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the fucking freedom flag is flying, baby. Uh, yeah, their, their dicks are out. Yeah. So, I think... I, I mean, I don't know why we couldn't... I mean, we have our house to ourselves. Like, we basically just avoid people. It should be fine. Uh, yeah, I mean... Play it by ear. That's all you can do this for this whole fucking thing. Yep. Sit on your goddamn hands and play the waiting game. And then wear your fucking mask and wash your hands. Because you've been sitting and farting on them all day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I could get, a, I could go to Florida and do this trip and, like, really my only interaction could be, like, going to the grocery store. You know what I mean? Which could be dangerous as fuck down there, but... Yeah. But I'd wear... I mean, I'm coming from someone who works yeah. at a grocery store, so... Yeah. But wear your mask and... I think it'd be all right. I don't, and you wouldn't send everybody to the grocery store, obviously just one or two people. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm fucking, I'm not going to work though. I'll tell you that much. Like, no? No, like if it, if the plans fall through, I'm still taking a vacation. Like I'm, I haven't oh. had a vacation forever. Oh, absolutely. And we You heard that vacation sauce. That's right. I mean, we could even do like some kind of. Something in the Midwest, like a cabin or something on that that style, you know. Well, if you ever want to uh, migrate out to the edge of the Rocky Mountains, yeah, Denver's a pretty safe option. I thought about that too. I was like, well, we could go to Colorado, but then it's kind of, I mean, it wouldn't be any worse drive, I guess. I don't remember how long it took us to get to Florida. It's probably about the same. Yeah. I mean, it's about roughly 12 to 13 hours to get out here. Now, now uh, I know our buddy Wolf is probably yelling at the podcast right now, correcting me. Because uh, he's taking that drive a couple more times than myself. What's he say it is? I think he says it's uh, 12 getting out here and 14 getting back. Why is that? Uh, time change, and you're not hauling oh, yeah. ass quite as much because you're not excited to drive back to Peoria. Yeah. Uh, you typically when they drive out here, they being uh, uh, Wolf and our other buddy uh, Glenn, the pharmacist. 
Yeah. When, when they drive out here, uh, they typically leave Peoria at sunrise, like 5 a.m., and then they can get here by, right about sunset. Yeah, but the, the clock goes back an hour, so they get here right about 6, I think, or maybe 5, I don't know. And then on the way back, they don't leave till about 9 in the morning, so they're not getting home with the time change till about midnight or so. Yeah, like you said, there's, it's just, when you're going, no matter where you're going home to, you just know you're going to have to go back to work. And oh, that, yeah. That's the yeah, main... That's, that's never a good feeling. <laughs> that's the main reason why the ride home takes much longer. You just don't give a fuck. You're like, oh, I gotta go back and just, oh, I gotta, I gotta oh, see that's this. same old shit. You gotta see that asshole fucking Cindy. Smells like cat piss. I gotta see her. You know. <laughs> but yeah, so I hit up the Dots pretzels, Jeff. That's what I've been doing. I fucked up my, uh, uh, I was at, I had a terrible day at work today, and I fucking, they laid, uh, like some new blacktop in our parking lot. Uh-huh. And, uh, I just fucking... Like, it, 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 nobody, like, you were able to drive on it. Like, everything was done, you know, it had been days. Everybody's driving on it. I was unloading a bunch of fans off this semi-truck with a forklift, you know? And I took, uh, um, I, I was backing out, you know, trying to get it out of the truck and then clear and then do a little 180 and go the opposite direction. I got you. So I was backing out, and when I turned my wheel to go that other direction, um, those big back wheels that are on forklifts, this thing just fucking took out like a three foot section of of con- like blacktop. Like it was just just started digging a hole, but just on the yeah, pivot. dug a nice hole in there. Ooh. I was so <laughs> pissed. I was like, oh god, I'm gonna hear about this, and like it wasn't my fault, like. It's just shittily done or something. Like, it was... Everybody was driving on it. just couldn't handle the fork truck, you know? Yeah. There was a, a soft, lot of weight. There was a soft spot, and it couldn't take it. And I was like, well, Jesus. Jesus H. Christ. Oh, that's sauce. That's, that's not your concern. You just work there. Oh, I You're know. You're doing your job. I know, but I'm going to hear about that for sure. But oh well. Don't need a bag of farts, or just give him a DDT. Yeah. Yeah, give him a DDT. Uh, speaking of a DDT, Jeff, how, um, did you watch wrestling this week? <clears throat> yeah, we're coming at you a little late, but I, so I haven't gotten the most recent of SmackDowns. But going on our schedule of SmackDown <laughs> and Raw, yes, I am all caught up. So wait, you didn't see the one after? I didn't see, we were recording this on what, the 10th? Yeah. Monday the 10th? Yeah. I didn't see last Friday. I didn't see the seventh, August seventh SmackDown. I have not seen no. that one. That's rough. That's not. That's not good. Have you? No, I haven't either. It's just not good for the fans that we haven't seen it. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, we got. It's been a rough couple of couple of weeks here trying to find a fucking steady schedule. Yeah, this last weekend we had. Uh, um. My wife's birthday party on Saturday, and then Sunday had to do stuff too, had plans. So it it was a it was a rough weekend. Usually we try to record Friday nights or Saturday nights. Yeah, I didn't have my Friday off this week either. Like I, I normally, 
that's my availability at work is so I could have a free day for this podcast. And they didn't give that off. That didn't help shit either. But oh well, uh, I'm turning that excuse making machine sauce. Yeah, crank it up. Point is, we're behind. Crank we'll up the excuse machine. Crank it up. Yep. We'll, we'll we'll get better. We got we got the big hundred coming up. Oh yeah, what episode's this? I think this is ninety seven or something. Oh my god. And uh, season three is coming up shortly after that. Oh yeah. The premiere of season three of the Boom DDT podcast. Oh yeah. When did we start? Uh, Mid October. Oh wow. God damn, dude. What was uh? Let's see here. Oh. The Faithful 50 was not back last week. A little well, dro- we, we saw the Faithful 15. I think that's what you meant to say, Eric. <laughs> we dropped. We dropped. Uh, oh, man. We dropped to the 20s again. Listeners might have misheard you when you said Faithful 50. Yeah. I just want to clarify. Faithful yeah. 15. Oh, well. Uh, so, yeah. Let's talk about Raw, then. I think that's all. That's that's the good stuff, right? Did you like it? Well, you, you told me that you really liked last week's SmackDown. Oh, I, I did. I just to see really quick what you liked from that, because Raw was crammed full of shit that I'll yeah. get to. And we're out of a short time, so tell me what you like from SmackDown, Attic. Well, give me, you go through it, because this has been a long time now. Sure. You started off with the U.S. Championship, uh, Grand Metal League versus AJ Styles. Oh, AJ yeah. AJ won that shit uh, via the calf crusher, I believe. That was a good match. And then, uh, for some reason, he attacked uh, Lince Dorado after the match. AJ did. So, I don't know what that's all about. If AJ's just carving himself a heel roll or what. Yeah, I think he was just healing out. Uh, we, we also had a, a Hardy promo, which is just like him saying, I'm moving on. Uh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Because I've had enough of Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. But did you like, uh, I think Sheamus is sticking with his uh, ring gear change, which I think is a good idea. What is it now, just pants? It's like, did you see it where he wears, he, he's like trying to look like, an, like, a, like a fighter guy, old school fighter guy with just a white tank top and like taped hands. Oh uh, yeah, a little Dean Ambrose. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, Corbin versus Gulak, and this was really just a, a mid-card fucking free-for-all, because Riddle came in, attacked Corbin after the match, then Gable attacks Riddle, and apparently uh, Gable had answered the, uh, the calling from King Corbin earlier in the night. I said King without a G. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry, that, that's an old habit of mine. Yeah. It's been stuck to me for decades on that habit. <laughs> King! Yeah. King guy. That's an old school, that's a throwback right there, the old Keen. <laughs> Everyone listening, go ahead and say the word K-I-N-G. Tell me if you put a G at the end, because I sure as hell don't. <laughs> Keen Corbin. I want to say, <laughs> I want to say about uh, Shorty Gable. Holy shit, are they still calling him Shorty Gable? Hey, Shorty G. Are they still calling him that? I think so. Oh. But he definitely took a heel role, and he's part of Corbin's, uh... They called it... He he, he accepted the King's Ransom. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, uh... Corbin 
basically doing the heel join us type of thing. Yeah. I think the the Shorty G thing is like the reason like if you're going to point to one thing like why does Vince McMahon need to take a step back? And and a, a crowning achievement, a crowning example is Shorty G. Do you agree? I don't know what that's supposed to achieve. It's just like it's it's like on uh um I just watched the uh, the documentary that Bork mentioned the last time we had a uh, Boom DDT dollar bin because they put it back on Hulu. The uh... the rocks one? No, the the old like one of the first wrestling docs, uh, Beyond the Mat. Oh, okay. Right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and I'd seen it before, but I watched it again just because Bork mentioned it and it was on Hulu or whatever, maybe Netflix, I don't know, don't quote me on that, but, uh, there's a scene where, uh, do you remember Draws? The name sounds familiar, do you have dreadlocks, or was he a Tough Enough winner? No, he was older than Tough Enough, because he was on this dock. Uh... I don't know, he's a white guy. He's from the Attitude Era, though, correct? For sure. He's the one who got paralyzed by D'Lo Brown. Yes. Yes, I remember that. He botched the powerbomb. Yep. I remember uh, re-watching that a couple of years ago. Yeah. So Draws is in the office with Vince, and Vince is like... Because apparently, like, in real life, he could make himself vomit. So uh, Draws is in a meeting with Vince, and Shane's there, and they're like... uh, He's like... We got a new thing for you. And Draws is like, okay. And he's like, puke. Yep. And he's like, well, he's like, we're going to call you puke. And he like thought it was awesome. And I'm just like, th- I'm watching it. I'm like, this motherfucker is in- is mentally insane. Like, the- <laughs> like, like, this guy's a fucking madman. Like, you can call him a genius or whatever. He might be, but he's still a madman. And I'm like... Now he's 75 and he's still doing it. And you know he was behind Shorty G, man. Shorty G. Shorty G, it's good shit. It's good shit, pal. (laughs) I I remember re-watching this whole Attitude Era. I can't remember what year exactly Draws and Puke was. But yeah, all of a sudden this guy... Droswell, who they nicknamed Draws Droswell, like the, it's like a football player nickname. It's just in the middle of his name. He was a football player. Okay, that's interesting so you that say that. Right <laughs> yeah, and, and then all of a sudden, like they had him out there, uh, for, uh, forcing himself to puke, like just you know for fucking cheap ratings. It, it, it's like they uh, just jumped on the jackass Stevo mm-hmm. uh, bandwagon of yeah. oh this. This is what people want to see now. It's just people gagging and puking. And so, like, they had this guy puke a couple of times, and they started calling him puke. I'm like, dude, you are killing it. Like, even a couple of years ago when I rewatched this with no context, I'm like, you are killing this dude's career. And then he got paralyzed. Yeah. And his career is just over. He's a young buck. And his career, it's like if Baron Corbin two years ago got paralyzed. Yeah. Which that had nothing to do with the puke gimmick, but I see what you're saying. It's just it's a rough way to go out. But yeah, that's that's just I just thought about that when I was watching Shorty G. I'm like, dude, what the fuck, Shorty G? They always want to. Uh, oh, and Vince McMahon. This is a this is a, a thing to keep in mind. Uh, Jr. was talking about how how he called it the the share syndrome. 
because Vince always wanted to shorten everybody's name. That's why you see it happen all the time. Like, you remember they did it with Andrade, and then they did it with Mustafa Ali, and... They took the buddy out of Murphy out of respect yeah. for your first Yeah. Yeah, Buddy Murphy, they did it to him. I mean, there's a laundry list of this. So it was cool that, that JR explained it. He thought, like, Vince thinks that, like, it's it's more Hollywood to have one name like, like Cher did, you know? Not when you have 30 different one names, then it gets really um, repetitive. Yeah. Like, oh, Draws versus Bing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that match. <laughs> but I, I think lately you've been going the other way where the like since there's zero gimmick names now everyone's just going by some made up kayfabe name Matt Riddle okay what's that tell me about him that might be real is he a Riddler no he's just a he's just a barefoot guy that might be that one might be real though because he was an MMA guy oh yeah I mean I just pulled an example yeah straight up in my ass like yeah. You know, like since we we started rewatching wrestling, uh, yeah, there's no one with like the something. Yeah, yeah, and that, tag teams with that's the, true. The Miz, the Miz is probably yeah. a good exception. That is that is that might be a sign of the times. I don't know. It could be. I mean, I don't I don't know if you could. Man, that's weird. There is like. There's like no gimmick characters right now, is there? The Fiend. Yeah, that's true. Who else? Yeah, they, they don't do gimmick characters nowadays, really. I think uh, Vince, I mean, he'll say himself that he, like, you know, you hear in the WWF documentaries from the early 90s, they'd be like, oh, we really uh, didn't respect our audiences and intelligence by doing too many gimmicks. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Then yeah. The attitude era, and then post that, they usually had zero gimmicks. Yeah, which is it's true. Like they had some. I mean, there was like at one point there was so many. Yeah. You just be yeah, a guy. You, you couldn't be someone without a gimmick. Yeah. But somehow the Undertaker li- made it through, man. That one was tried and true. That one worked. Well, I, I would say that's the best gimmick of all gimmicks. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, it really it does. It was so good they birthed the second gimmick just as good based on that called Kane. Yeah, he was the Undertaker's younger brother. Yeah, like there's no other storyline where you extracted a second gimmick character from that storyline. Yeah, and he. he I, mean, I mean, you think of the like everybody's top ten list and stuff, and. Undertaker's the only one in that category that has, like, a, a gimmick like that. Yeah, because Stone Cold's not a gimmick. The Rock is not a gimmick. I don't think. No. No. They're That's still... just them turning up their personalities. Yeah. Turn it up to 11, brah. Um, where, where are we at? What else happened on SmackDown? Uh, Naomi beat Lacey Evans. Big E had a singles debut... Or maybe it wasn't his debut. I, I missed the SmackDown prior to this. No, it was I, against Miz, and he won that shit. No, it was. I thought that was a good match. That's one of the reasons I really liked that uh, SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, then you had some... Uh, Sonya attacks Mandy backstage. That's a uh, good one. Getting this rivalry going again. Uh, 
she says she's gonna make Mandy look as ugly on the outside as she does as she is on the inside, and proceeds to chop Mandy's hair straight off, probably about uh, Bailey's height, Bailey's hair. Yeah. Length. Which were which so, were all her fake hair anyway. Yeah. Like she, she just cut off the rat tail extension. Yeah. Track, me and Eric <laughs> yeah. Saw it at yeah, she just cut out her weave. Basically. Ripped her tracks out, that whack-ass bitch. <laughs> no, they, uh, like, that one didn't, it didn't, it was cool. Like, don't get me wrong, I actually liked that segment, but they didn't, it didn't make sense, because, like, where the fuck has Sonya been? Like, it, it could be COVID-related. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Could be COVID-related, or they just buried that storyline, because, I mean, one of the two things happened. Yeah. Um... And then for the uh, main event, Eric, uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Uh, ba- Bailey wins this, even though it's a close contest. Uh, Nikki's frustrated with herself. I can't remember if Bailey cheated or not. She probably did. I mean, it's in her, it's in her gimmick to cheat. So yeah. put a password. Cheating ass hoe. That's a Karen. Cheating ass Karen. <laughs> <clears throat> But uh, Nikki's frustrated after the match when Alexa's trying to help her. Uh, Nikki's just fuming and shoves Alexa and walks off. So Alexa's sitting in the ring, confused and, like, emotional. And all of a sudden, the lights black out. And you get the wee-wee-wee. You know, the high-pitched whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The fiend pops up very slowly and safely gives Alexa Bliss a mandible claw. Almost eventually <laughs> is so slowly applied on her. He like got up one knee yeah. and just Yeah. She likes got in there. Yeah, she's just kinda of bitch who likes to be choked. So <laughs> she he just went in there real soft. Yeah, that was fucking weird. I wonder if they touched on that uh on Friday. Oh, I'm sure they did. Cause well, that... I, I mean, it's probably part of that uh, sexual fantasy thing they were teasing with Braun. I know, but like it's all... It's probably all... why she was abducted. Okay. But, like, how, I just don't know where it's going. How are they going to explain this? She might be hostage. Okay. Start to really piss Braun off and get under his gonads, even though last we heard Braun's in a swamp, isn't he? No, he's been back. Okay. He got out of the swamp. Okay, good. Someone threw him uh, a buoy. Where the fuck? Uh, so yeah, I'm act- I'm kind of interested in that. I hope it's not just that because that history is so flimsy. That was like Facebook Live history. That wasn't even television history. Like him and him and Alexa, you know. Oh yeah. That's a real flimsy one. It, it really is. It's not <laughs> much to go off of. Uh, I mean, you, you call Braun, you, you put Braun on this gimmick of get these hands ever since he exploded. He has no storytelling backstories. This is his one backstory, is White Clan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the story, like, but they did do a lot to remedy that on Monday, which was cool. But yeah, the stories have been hurting. Like, even the Randy Orton, uh, Seth Rollins story is, to me, is really annoying. Or no, Randy Orton, uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yes and no. Like, to me, it's not it's not annoying. Like, I mean, it's not, like, something I hate. I'm okay with it, but it's just, like, 
when all the story is 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 professional wrestling that's kind of boring to me you know what i mean when they're just talking about their professional wrestling backgrounds yeah i mean in one sense it's intended to be more personal than oh you're yeah. uh, you're a butthole <laughs> no it's really getting under their skin i'd love to cut a butthole promo That'd be uh, sick. Friend, uh, cooking with short shorts would definitely call someone a butthole during the promo. <laughs> it's a good one, man. It cuts deep. Yeah. You fucking butthole. <laughs> but, um, you know, I guess it's intended to be more personal than that. Like, that that's their career that you're making fun of. Yeah. But I, I, I see your side of it, too. Yeah. Like it gets that reaction of, like, the MMA fighting promo and i don't like that yeah it's just it's kind of lazy yeah uh one thing i was thinking when i was coming into work uh going back to the mandy sonia uh and otis is otis otis is still the money in the bank uh holder right yeah he hasn't cashed in nope they don't seem to be playing maybe i'm it's because i'm i'm pretty lazy when it comes to smackdown probably but I haven't noticed that they've been playing up on that a lot. They haven't. No, you, you're not wrong. That's kind of whack. I wonder when they're going to start like moving towards that. Or maybe it'll just be a complete surprise like they want us to forget about it. They definitely want us to forget about it right now. I don't know if Vince is trying to wait out the pandemic or if it's a legitimate thing like... Like you said, he's trying to catch us by surprise, but I mean, I think you're in agreement with me when I said that this was a mistake to give him the briefcase to begin with, so I mean, now that he has a briefcase, what do you get? He's not going to have a fucking title run. I, I don't want him to. Like, not with the worm as a special. You can't be the champion of WWE with that going on. <laughs> with the worm? Yeah. And being a Packers fan. Yeah, that's that's no good, man. No good. Otis is a Packers fan for anyone just joining the broadcast. Yeah. Lost a lot of respect in my heart. Yeah, it's not good. It's like it takes him I still appreciate him as a performer, but yeah. not but now I don't want to hang out with you. No, I don't want to hang out with you anymore. If I see you at the bar, I just I give you the cold shoulder. Yeah, cuz you're that guy who's yelling and banging on the table saying go back go. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, isn't that Eric from the Boom DDT podcast? And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Stay the fuck away from me, brah. <laughs> uh, how do you think? Do you think Tucker is a Packers fan? I don't know. I don't know. If, like, how? That's that's an interesting question. I don't think so. He looks like a Vikings fan. Yeah, I, I don't think Tucky's into that that weak ass shit. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but yeah, we got let's talk about some raw, man. It was an interesting raw. Oh, absolutely. And top story, Shane McMahon's cocaine addiction. Oh. Cuz clear I mean, you watched this thing called Raw Underground, right, Eric? Oh, of course I was watching the Underground, baby. That's all fed. I mean, clearly, when you see that, like, Shane McMahon's bopping off the walls, there's smoke all over, there's no sunlight. <laughs> there once was a woman, a host with the most, with plenty of Coca-Cola for a holiday toast. 
She headed out to share a Coke with friends in town, but outside the door was a gift on the ground. So she reached inside and read the letter. Have a Coke, old friend, because together tastes better. This season, say thank you to family, friends, or neighbors by sharing an ice cold Coke. Because sharing brings us together, and we know together tastes better. Pick up a Coke at your nearest Meyer and share it today. Let CareerBuilder help you rehire fast. Post your next job with CareerBuilder and get an application rate that's nearly seven times higher than our competitors. CareerBuilder, we're building for you. Visit hiring.careerbuilder.com forward slash recruit. There's chicks. There's chicks dancing. There's very quick cuts. If you have a camera going for more than two seconds, you're fired. Yeah. This is Shane McMahon on cocaine. Yeah. He announced he, what he's been doing for the last five, yeah. six months. He definitely was doing some blow that night. Absolutely. It, it had those vibes. But he was probably the worst part of it. Do you agree? Worst part of... I, I think the dancers were incredibly heavy-handed. It was... Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not... I, I'm cool with dancers, but they were terrible dancers, which is weird. It's like, you're the WWE, man. Get some fucking solid dancers. But the dancers were weird. I don't know. I could take them or leave them. It did feel a little weird. Um, Everything was forced, in my opinion. Except the last segment. Oh, with the hurt business. I thought, I thought the last segment was really, like... Highly dope. Like I was, I was very excited about the like. So let's see. Let's go through the. Let's just talk about the underground. Yeah. So it started with a, a big guy, right? Some big behemoth that we don't know. Yeah. Well, to paint the picture, this is a. This is just raw underground. You get a quick teaser. It's showing a smoky room, looking like a Fight Club, like in a yeah. basement warehouse somewhere. Yeah, it's Fight Club. Yeah, there's break beats just blaring on shitty speakers there's people pounding on the apron of the ring just yeah. there's dance there's three dancers in the corner up on a three-foot platform dancing in bikini and thongs mm-hmm. and it's just the camera's cutting every two seconds to different angles yeah oh and there's no ropes no ropes I would have I would have gone a little I mean if we're gonna go heavy handed let's get some Vietnamese guys out there smoking cigarettes with money in their hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. But uh, so yeah, it's supposed to be like a basically like a Fight Club, <clears throat> which I thought w- could have been like a like one of those things where they're supposed to be actually fighting, which I don't I don't ever like. But no. thankfully it wasn't that. It was like it was still like wrestling. Um, but yeah, it starts out with this big Goliath versus some, like, Joe Blow, right? Yeah, apparently this is like a King of the Hill-type format where one person is open to any challenger. So someone from the apron just hops into the ring, and I guess if you just fuck the other guy up, like, the referee calls it and you're out of the ring. Yeah. The, 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 the... The big dog keeps keeps fighting until he can be stopped. Okay. So you, I mean, that was never laid out as a rule. I'm just assuming all of that. Yeah. So but yeah, that's what happened with that guy. He's just clobbering like two or three people. So do you expect him to be a part of? Uh, like they're trying. Like that to me is still somebody they're gonna. Like they're trying to get over on us. You know, like we might we'll see more of him. I think. 
that initial big dog. Yeah, or you think it's a one uh, I, I think that was just a meat stack to show us what the environment entails. Like, maybe that guy's WWE performance center talent, but I don't think he's going to be in wrestling that soon. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he, he looked like he could throw people, but he didn't look like a, a, a wrestler per se. Well, yeah, but that be that could be to fit the style of the underground, you know? Like, I, I didn't know if they were trying... I couldn't tell, so you, you could be totally right, but I couldn't tell. I don't know if that's, that's a guy they're trying to show us, or that's just a one-off. Um, And then you got... And anything goes. Yeah. That's Shane's quote. Anything goes. <laughs> yeah. And then there... I heard that there was a segment... I saw... I didn't see it, but there was a segment with one of the Viking Raiders in the underground. I don't recall that. I recall the Dolph Ziggler one. Do you recall that? Oh, yeah. Dolph was up in there. Dolph's part was cool, man. I, I thought Dolph's part was really cool. He was doing, like, uh, his uh, wrestling background. You know, like, uh, whatever they call that. Chain wrestling. What'd you say? Chain wrestling. Like, uh, yeah, like freestyle, like Greco-Roman, like high school oh, wrestling. Oh, amateur wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yeah am- am- I mean, chain wrestling kind of... Uh, stems from that, I guess. Yeah, true. But yeah, they were showcasing his skills in that department. I thought that looked pretty cool. Um, and then, so there was the Viking Raider guy. Apparently, I don't remember it either. I don't think I got it on the Hulu cut. And then there was, uh, the big dude, and then there was Dolph. And, uh, all throughout this, I was like, yeah, this is whatever, you know, I don't know. I don't really know if I care for it or care about it yet. Um, and then they had the, the final segment, which was really cool. Um, or we could talk about their whole night. They started out the show, right? You talking about the Hurt Business, Eric? Yeah, didn't they have, uh, MVP versus, uh, Apollo Crews to start the show? Yeah, for the U.S. title. Which was a good match. Apollo, uh, retains. So now he, uh, you know, he's got his hands on the real title. And uh, MVP cuts an old school ass promo at the end. Did you like that? I can't remember it. All I got written down is uh, he wants a rematch for SummerSlam. But what, what do you oh, say to get that? It's amazing, dude. It it was not scripted. Like you know when you listen to like Sasha and Bailey's promos, they're like trying to get through their shit, and it's like God, you're terrible. Yeah, let me hit line A, B, and C really quick. It's just it's so annoying. Like that's not how you cut a promo, man. That's just not. And MVP knows it. He cut a scathing-ass promo at the end of that match. And he's just in the camera's face. And, like, I mean, it was so unscripted and old school. Like, he even fell into a trap and dug his way out of it like this. It was amazing. He was like, he's like, like, I don't know what he said, but it was of this, of something like this. He's like, you're such a butthole. You're such a, you're such a butthole that I don't even know what to say about you. You're such a butthole. Like, it was amazing. I was like, yes! That is some live shit right there. He does not know what he's going to say. Yeah, I, I'm so angry <laughs> yeah. that I can't even formulate words right now. Yeah, I love that move, dude. That's a good one. Uh, but yeah, he just did did his thing, but you could just tell. And it's it stands, it stands out, dude, because nobody does that anymore. I mean, some people do. You can tell, but... It just, it stood out. It was like, oh, that's an old school promo. And just Shelton and uh, what's-his-face behind him. It was cool. I liked it. Bobby Lashley. Yeah. 
I thought it was cool. And then they, uh, what else did they have that night? Uh, didn't, uh, didn't Shelton get his, his title stolen? His 24 hour belt? I'm just about giving up on the 24 7 Eleven belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have it in my notes, but I remember something happened with the belt. Either Shelton got it or Shelton, uh, lost it. I think he lost it. Whatever, doesn't matter. But some, does not matter. The title is just a storyline. Basically, they they basically all we're getting to is they had a rough ass night. Like they lost MVP, lost his match, and he actually he demanded a rematch. Did you already mention that at SummerSlam? Yep, MVP versus Apollo at SummerSlam for the U.S. title. Which I like, dude. I I think MVP's. I think I think they're the best thing going. Am I wrong? Are you are you all in on the hurt business like I am? <laughs> I mean, after their their fly suits tonight, and then the main event that you're about to get to, yeah, I'm I'm down with their business. I, Eric. I fucking love them, dude. So basically, they had a real shitty night, so they're all pissed off. He, Shelton lost his belt, MVP lost his title shot, uh, and it all it all culminates at the the last segment of the uh, Raw Underground. And they basically just lay waste to the entire crowd, but they, they, they took it over. They took it over, and it, it it looked badass. So at that point, I'm thinking like, okay, maybe underground was for these guys to look incredible. And if that was that, if that was the goal, that's it. It worked. That that was a question I was going to ask you because that's a vibe that I got at the end of the night. I'm like, was Shane McMahon's cocaine habit? Was this all just? To get to the Hurt Business owning Underground, because I'm down for that. Yeah. No, that, like, if that's where Underground's headed, I'm, I'm good with it. That's cool. Yeah, but if Underground goes back to just Shane and Quick Clips, I'm yeah. not good with it. No, I, I hated the Shane part of it. Like I said, that's my worst part of Underground. Him yelling and fuck all that. I don't like Shane. Well, I don't know if you noticed, Eric, but... uh. Anything that Shane touches, it's it's the same with Steph. Anything a McMahon touches, besides Vince, I'm not in on. Yeah, pretty much. Like you automatically make it worse. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yes. Do you remember? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. Do you remember when I posted that video of Stephanie McMahon uh, introducing Triple H at that WrestleMania? Yeah. What did she say? I can't remember. Uh. The, the, the king of kings. Oh, yeah. The king of kings. She looked demonic. That shit is scary. She's fucking crazy. She said it demonic, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, okay, Steph, pull it back. Which is I know weird. this is for wrestling, but pull it back. Yeah, you which, don't talk like that. No. Which is weird, because in that clip, she looks terrifying, but like... She's looking fine as fuck in the rest of that pay-per-view. But that, that shot there, the king of kings. <laughs> she looks... You saying she was up there on the Jerry meter for you? Oh, yeah, she's she's up there on the Jerry meter for sure that night. The Jer- Jerry the King Lawler meter, not yeah. the Jerry Seinfeld meter. No, the Jerry the King Lawler meter. What's the deal with Stephanie McMahon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's the underground portion of Raw. The other thing we that's a buzz on the internet is uh, Retribution. Are you familiar? Because actually, you might not be familiar because I don't think they said the uh, stable's name on television. No, what stable is this? 
the one that was running roughshod on the whole show. The one that was causing the blackouts and tipping over the boxes. The ninjas? Well, they they used, some people thought they were the ninjas, but they're not. Okay, because they had a segment that showed ninjas uh, setting fire to something. No, yeah, you're getting them confused. They're not uh, Tazawa's ninjas. They're, uh, um, yeah, they were throwing Molotov cocktails. I think that was their big final thing. Um, but the lights were flickering during, like, MVP's match. Like, they were fucking shit up. Um, and then, I don't think they ever mentioned on TV, but on the internet, they unveiled that this is called uh, Retribution. Okay. So, who's in Retribution? We don't know yet. They're masked up. Um, there's speculation that uh, at least one one of them's... They're, re- they're wearing real baggy clothes. So, there's speculation that these might be this might be a, whim- a women's faction, which I think would be cool. Maybe with a couple dudes, you know, like a, like a, a co-ed faction, but a, a, a women-ran faction type of deal. That's just speculation, brother. I don't know if that's true. Oh, man. Uh, so, uh, I, I was worked by the first couple of life flickers and mic <laughs> shutoffs. Like, I watched this a couple uh, days after. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's probably because of the hurricane that was rolling through Florida. Yeah. I think that's why the shit's flickered. And then they're showing ninjas lighting fire and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like like they wouldn't like they wouldn't just reshoot it. It's in the performance center. <laughs> that's true. That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought uh, like fuck good. it, we're live. Yeah, that's good. But so no, wait, are you are you telling me Raws are not live? I don't think. I think I they might. No, I don't think so. I think it's all, all aired earlier in the day or the yeah, week. I think so. I don't know. I could be wrong. I think they do a little bit of both. I don't know, man. It's probably not live right now, no. Okay. But, um, but yeah, that, that, that shit worked me for like the first half hour of Raw. I thought it was hilarious when they cut to uh, one of the ladies in the back and they're just like, there seems to be a box tipped over. Uh, we have no idea what this is. And it's like, so these guys are supposed to be like... <laughs> Anarchists or whatever, they just tipping over boxes. Like, come on, let's go a little further than that. Yeah, what are they? Fourteen. Well, there was there was rumors of like you know the internet is so much speculation. People were like, oh, this is supposed to be like Antifa. I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't know if they do that. I mean, they might. I don't know, but I don't think they would do that. Oh, sweet Jesus! Let's <laughs> let's let's not let's not uh dip into politics there Vince yeah probably better not to but uh what'd you think of what'd you think of these guys are you excited for this or no like I said I paid little attention to it because I thought it was just the ninjas and they like the ninjas is the stupidest fucking gimmick yeah that's slightly racist gimmick too just Uh, put Zawa with some ninjas and that's how he gets some airtime so I since I thought it was them and I didn't think much of, like, the flickering because there's no culmination. I didn't think it was this Retribution thing. So, wait, is, is Retribution supposed to be the same? Is that affiliated with the hacker we saw a couple months ago? That's what I'm thinking because the hacker disappeared. The hacker disappeared. So, either they canned that storyline or this is the hacker's group. 
Or uh, I first the first thing I thought was, oh, this is going to be a reboot of those three numbskulls. What was their names? They were terrible. Um, they put out some shit that the, 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 the Trump boys. Yeah, the Trump boys. Oh, the uh, the, the War Eagles. What were they called? <laughs> uh, something like that. And I don't even know what they said. One thing. Forgotten they, Sons. The Forgotten Sons. Yeah. And I, I don't think it was just because they were Trump fans, obviously, because I'm sure uh, Vince is a Trump guy. Yeah. But uh, I think they said something dumb as shit for sure, and then they disappeared. So that was definitely why they disappeared. I thought it was a reboot of them, like a new, you know, totally change them. Which is still it could be. It could be, but they look so small. Did you notice how small they looked? They look like I mean, I think they might be women. I think people are onto that, onto something there. Okay. Uh. As far as uh, women shit, there's a quick couple of headlines I gotta get to, Eric. The Riot Squad is back together, and they beat the Iconics. What? I didn't get to see that. There was a KO show where um, they had Ruby Riot out, and KO surprised her with Liv Morgan, who he had agreed to come out. Liv talked her shit. Uh, Ruby apologized. And wants to unite. Ruby got it was quite emotional. It was very unwrestling like. Yeah. And then the iconics came down and were just talking trash. Like, so uh, a match started and the Riot Squad won. So Riot Squad minus Sarah Logan or Sarah. Yeah, and they 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 also mentioned Sarah in the in the emotional promo. Like now there's no you, there's no Sarah. I'm just I don't know what I'm doing. So Sarah's Ruby basically saying that. Do you think Sarah's coming back or no? Because she was one of the people that got fired. I don't think so. I think she just mentioned it in the heat of the moments. Boom, boom, tap. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they're back. Uh, Nia Jax is indefinitely suspended because she assaulted an official last week. That same official was the one that gave her the news and then he got attacked by her again after she was definitely. <laughs> that's that's HR number one, man. That's uh that's day one stuff for human resources. You definitely want to have the person that the employee is violent with be the one that fires them. That's yeah. how you do it, for sure. So she gone. So uh, who's Pat Buck? Pat Buchanan. Is that who it is? No. I'm confusing Pat Patterson with a politician. So you, there was no talk of, of a Pat Buck with Nia? Oh, that that's that's probably the official. Oh, really? I, I never... They mentioned a guy's name a couple of times, and I never caught it because it didn't sound familiar, so... Okay. Yeah, that's probably Pat Buchanan. He's probably got some history with wrestling that we don't know of in the dark era. And the third uh, women's highlight, Eric... Uh, we had a Sasha Banks versus Shayna Baszler match uh, that Asuka runs in and attacks Bailey during, and somehow the match gets called off. Hmm. Even though, like, it's never interfered with, the match is like, oh, the rest is like, nope, nope, we can't do this. It's too much chaos. Fuck it, we're out. And Shayna... Er, excuse me, Asuka post-match is... Man, she's been working on her English, too. She gives a promo, and she calls Sasha out. She wants a rematch at SummerSlam. 
for the Raw Women's Championship. Wait, uh, wait, who wants... This is for Sasha? Asuka. Asuka wants a rematch with Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. Okay. Was, oh, yeah, okay. Because it's unrightfully uh, taken yeah. from her. Yeah, for, s- for some reason I got that story. Can I, For some reason I thought Bailey was the one who stole that title, but no, Bailey's had the SmackDown one forever. Bailey gave the distraction by uh, attacking yeah. Kyrie to get this title. Yeah. Kyrie was mentioned as well, which I thought was in poor taste since they set, since she left. But Oscar just like, Kyrie's not here. Sasha and Bailey are here. I want to kick their ass. Okay. Uh so Baszler comes out, she's like she's like, I fully support you, Asuka, only because I want to pry the title from you and not from them. So I guess Baszler's getting on the face side, but that's just for temporary reasons. Then Sasha comes out with Bailey. She's like, okay, you can have that rematch with me at SummerSlam if you beat Bailey next week on Raw. And it's just a complete reversal of two months ago when Bailey volunteered Sasha, mm-hmm. uh, where Sasha looks surprised and offended. Now you have Sasha volunteering Bailey for a match, and Bailey's looking at Sasha like, "The fuck did you just do? I don't want to fight Oscar." So that's tonight. Yes, that would be tonight's Raw. Okay. Yeah, next next or this coming this next podcast will try to be more on top of this shit because I know it doesn't Absolutely. doesn't make sense to talk about SmackDown two weeks ago. You know, at least this Raw. Well, by the time it gets, I don't know. We're all fucked up. Yeah. Oh well. Um, so the, we got, let's see, we got eight minutes left, Jeff, just so you know, to the hard network out. Um, I think the, I think the raw was a huge success, man. I think it's the best one since COVID. What do you think? The jam pack's so much different. Like they made every storyline in this raw exciting. This is the closest thing I have seen to the attitude era in a long time. Yeah, it made you, everything was stringing you along, you know? Yeah, like, that, that, some things you can claim they're grasping for straws, like uh, Raw Underground's first teaser. I'm like, what, what are you doing to me with that? But we, we saw at the end of the night where they're going with it, or at least where you and I assume they're going yeah. with it. Well, I mean, and honestly, this is the time to start throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks, you know? Yeah. Because there's... I mean, there's They've been nothing. doing it for movie matches, so might as well do it with storylines. Yeah, I mean, let's see what's gonna. And I think they, I think they've hit something with this. Uh, with uh, for me, like the reason why Raw was awesome is because it kept it kept you wanting to see more. You know, at first you get the flicker, which the flickering of the lights and the technical difficulties, and you know that's kind of whatever. But hey, it's something new, and we've been bored out of our fucking minds in this performance center. So, it was something, and it's like, oh, who's doing that? And then the box gets tipped over, and it's like, who's doing all this? And then MVP gets pissed off, and he cuts a great promo, and he's talking about... And then Shelton Benjamin lost his title, and these guys are running around pissed off, and then they fuck up the whole underground, and... I don't know, I just thought it was awesome. I, I think the Hurt Business is legit, man. I love the name. And I love well, them. they came in in their suits. They, they no. were dressed for a fly, and then they just Great. slowly ripped off their suits to, I mean, beat some ass. And Shelton Benjamin's also a college, like he was along the same lines as Brock Lesnar, where he's 
uh, all-American college wrestler. Yeah, and so he's got that same background. Yep, and he's had success in MMA. So he's like, that's another good point, though, what you're saying, because it's like Sheldon Benjamin and Bobby Lashley are legit. You know, they look they look like they could beat some ass. Yeah, absolutely. Which is great, especially Bobby Lashley. But we all know that Shelton's a great wrestler and one of the most athletic ever. And so, man, that's a, that's a cool ass faction. I love it. Uh, one more thing from Raw, Eric. Is it Seth? It's Seth. Yeah, I was gonna say that dude Samoa Joe's part was great. Loved it. Oh man. So yeah, so Rollins came out and he's uh, ta- he's berating Tom Phillips, which in itself I was like, oh, I'm here for this. <laughs> yeah. Tom Phillips deserves this. Always. Of course Take he a does. step outside your vanilla ice cream box, Tom. Yeah, he deserves it. He didn't. He, he sat there like a deer in the headlights and took all of uh, Seth's berating, and Seth was coming around the desk to attack him. Joe just got up, looked real tough, yeah. stared down, he's like, you would not cross this. I don't know what he said, but it was oh. so badass. I, I love Joe. Yeah, and then I couldn't wait for the sport coat, the sport jacket to come off, the blazer. Oh yeah. I could not Blue wait. Rose. I could not wait for the blazer. I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna take the blazer off, and then he's gonna roll up the white sleeves, which yeah, is, he did nice and slow. Yeah, which is like one of my favorite moves in professional wrestling. Yeah, I love to see a guy that's fully decked out in a suit. Remove the blazer, hang it up, slowly roll up the white collared shirt, and just beat the shit out of somebody. It's a ball yeah, I mean, Probably the same reason why the the main event hurt business mm-hmm. looks so cool is because they were taking off suit jackets and rolling up sleeves. <laughs> yeah, it's it's seriously it's a, it's a great move. Of, yeah, it's a central part of the theatrics. And it's a great fucking move. And then um, back to this Seth Rollins thing. Dominic comes in from behind. With a kendo stick, swinging that thing like Jose Abreu out there. Mm-hmm. He's going ape shit, and he uh, shows us some of his wrestling skills. Eric, he pops yeah. off a six one nine. Not quite. I mean, you got you got incredibly big shoes to fill, so I'm not expecting you yeah. to fill. But he gave us a six one nine and Gene popped up on that top rope and gave us quite a large cross body from the top rope down to the outside. Yeah. Right on to Seth and Murphy, and it was it was it was phenomenal. Eric AJ would be proud. No, yeah, I thought I thought I thought his whole appearance was really cool. Like, obviously, he's not going to be. I mean, he's not going to look like AJ Styles out there. No, uh, he's not going to look like much of a wrestler out there. He's he's, he, no. he's a boy. Yeah, he's very young and he's just no experience. But it's a great idea to put him with Seth. And, yeah, uh, it's it's cool, man. Like like you said, it was. It looked it looked good for a guy who at his level I thought it was pretty cool and the, and the six one nine like is built for a small man. When you do it when you do it as a tall guy it doesn't look nearly as cool, you know. No, no, you got you got to be short and be able to pivot those legs across real quick. <laughs> yeah. So it was, but yeah, I agree, man. It was cool. He was going fucking ham on that thing. He was. And Seth, Seth and and Buddy Murphy both do a great job when they're getting their ass kicked. Like they yeah. they look very frantic. <laughs> oh, Buddy Murphy can really sell the frantic. Yeah. Looking uh, looking from one way to another like a dog. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's still good. I still like Seth's shit, man. And then we talked about uh, Drew and... There was a Drew and Randy segment, too, which a lot of people love that promo. I'm not saying it was a bad promo. Like, they went back and forth. It was a good promo. I just... I don't know. I, I, I get a little bored when it's just professional wrestling story. When it, that's all the story is. It's just their history. And yeah. not even their history against each other. Like, their own shit. You know? Yeah, because they don't have much with each other. No. They're on two wavelengths. No, it's just like, I've been here forever, and uh, I was born to do this, and you were fired. And then he's like, well, I had to come back from nothing. You know? I had to fight and claw my way back. And it's just like, okay. But, whatever. It'll be a good match, I'm sure. Oh, I'm, I'm here for the match, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh... D-Mac did say that he doesn't like what Orton, like as a veteran, he's not doing what Taker used to do for veteran for mm. up-and-comers and like help them out. Yeah. Give that locker room advice. He's, he's complained for being the fucking veteran who only cares about himself. Yeah, which you know is true. That's got to be true. Oh, yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> that part of the promo that I like. I'm like, dude, he hit a spot like that. Yeah. Is, that cuts it deep. Yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying now. That does make sense. The, the only thing good about this kind of story is that, yeah, you can get personal. Yeah. And you can you can fade that. You can uh, uh, toe that line of, like, uh, real shit, wrestling shit, a little bit of both. So, yeah, I can see that. That is cool. Yeah. But uh, we got to get out of here, Jeff. But I want to give a, a round of applause to... Uh, to the Hurt Business. Let's give them their just due. What a great week in wrestling. Thank you, MVP, for coming back. And thank you, Shelton Benjamin and uh, and Bobby Lashley, the Hurt Business, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, all those wrestlers are return wrestlers, so they all came back. It's something. <laughs> That's true. What is going on with uh, the... Do we have any... Like, the Bulls aren't playing... Right? Or are they? <laughs> no. no. So no, are, no Bulls updates. So are the I haven't been paying attention at all. Did they are they into the into the playoffs or no? I have not been watching basketball since uh, restarted. I'll probably I'll watch one of the playoffs start, but I don't think the playoffs have started yet. Okay. Alright. So none of that. Do we have anything to update the listeners on for uh, a cooking with short shorts or a dollar bin. Nothing set in stone. Uh, I'd like to put the feelers out right now. I think next week we're going to give you a film for the dollar bin coming up two weeks now. Okay. So next week we'll have a film chosen. A teaser. By a magic milkman bork. Hell yeah. For the bin two weeks out. So y'all can watch it as well. And then we gotta get we gotta get Jason to give us a hit one of his lunchroom specials. I'm excited Absolutely. about that. I'm Absolutely. excited about that shit. All right, Jeff. Anything else? Coming, yeah, we got them coming up on the horizon. You got anything else for professional wrestling? Uh, Shane McMahon just tone it down. Tone it down, Shane. You fucking you're you're you got a uh a, a, a cheek full of quarters. And we're all sick of it. Yep. <laughs> all right, night, 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 night. But now I don't understand. Start calling it. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. 
With the holidays just around the corner, Macy's makes it easy to get your online orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup or pickup inside the store. Need it now? Try same-day delivery powered by DoorDash, available in select locations. Plus, shop early and late with extended store hours right up to the last minute. And don't forget, if you're getting your purchases delivered by mail, make sure you place your order by December 18th on Macy's.com. Some exclusions apply. Pickup and same-day delivery valid for most in-stock items at select stores only. 